Three idiots, one podcast. One sees himself as a gazelle trapped in a hippo's body. One has club thumbs and a head that is too big. One has a child-sized head and breaks down more than a rusty old pickup. All three are idiots. This week, we're starting off interviewing my best friend and brother of another mother, Hilton Porter. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and dive into this and see how this goes. And then uh, later, we'll uh, the other idiots will jump on and we'll kind of talk about the interview and then talk about some other things that may have happened to them this week. So, so to start off, the other two idiots gave me some questions to ask which are pretty entertaining so so you'll see how truly idiotic the other two are when i bring up these questions because they are their questions uh, so uh we'll go ahead and and get started first of all i wanted to say that on a serious note that hilton porter is my best friend i've never had a friend like him his family and his friendship mean a lot to me and I appreciate him doing this. You know, this is a lot of pressure with all the thousands of listeners that we have out there. He's going to have to perform well <laughs> so, uh, to, to not disappoint, you know, our 20 downloads or whatever that we get per week. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so first, uh, welcome. Secondly, uh the first question, and this was kind of a serious question that the two idiots thought of, was, uh, you can introduce yourself or if you'd like, but um, also, what were your first impressions of the Fullens, uh, as a family, maybe, or as individuals? Uh, don't hold back, you know, let, let us know how you really felt about, especially Chuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so let's, let's go ahead and dive into this. So whenever I was asked to do the podcast, I immediately um, unsubscribed because it must be a desperate situation, the fact that I'm on here. But um, I met the Fullens because um, my wife, Barbara, is best friends with Tiff, um, Mike's wife, and just sort of fell into a situation where um, Mikey and I just sort of hit it off from the get-go and you know I feel the same way about Mikey as he's verbalized today I mean he's definitely the closest friend I've ever had and I do consider him a brother but meeting the Fullens was a sort of a weird situation for me um you know my family is not close and um my family you could say may is not necessarily a real tender family and so coming in contact with the Fullens was a little bit of a I felt a little uncomfortable by how uh how nice and kind they were and um it was just something that was really foreign to me um and you know since meeting them it has you know from from my perspective it's they've sort of like adopted me into the Fullen family 
And um, I think it really has changed the way that I look at myself as a father, um, how I look at myself as a husband, um, just seeing a different perspective on how how you can be a dad or, you know, how you can live your life in a way that is, I don't know, blesses other people. I just, the Fullens have really changed my perspective on things and they've just sort of taken me in with all my, you know, stupid barbaric ways. And, um, they, uh, they've just shown me nothing but love. I mean, so I guess the first thing is I was just trying to figure them out initially. Um, Chuck is still mystery. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've really gotten down to the brass tacks on who Chuck Fullen really is. But well, he's uh, an idiot. I can tell you that. Yeah, I would say that's probably a <laughs> an affirmative there. But yeah, um, just the closeness of the family. I would say um, initially was something I found intriguing and I don't know weird at the same time, but. Um, yeah, so it it has been a real blessing to me since then, though, for sure. Well, I want to kind of say, too, that you absolutely are a honorary full one. There's no doubt about that. You have, uh, this is the serious part of the podcast, by the way, but you have uh, enriched my life and allowed me to look at things in ways that I never would have thought. You're, you're such a deep thinker that I really admire that. You follow your convictions and, you know, a father, husband. I mean, I definitely look up to you and I uh, appreciate your relationship greatly. So so now we'll uh, get into uh, kind of some of the <laughs> better questions of uh, or, or more idiotic questions that my brothers come up with. The first question was, out of Chuck and Marcus... Who is your favorite? Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, um, I kind of look... I, well, hmm, that's a good question. I, I guess I would just say I look at them uh, maybe as you would look at uh, tools in a tool belt. So um, if I were in a scenario where um, I had to fight a grizzly bear, I would want Marcus with me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, uh, uh, I would say a fight with a grizzly bear or a hot dog eating contest, and <laughs> and there's there's two guys that can be involved as a team. I want Marcus with me. <laughs> um, Chuck, if I want long drawn out, tedious arguments on Facebook, <laughs> I Touché. will definitely pull Chuck out of the tool belt. I'll skin that smoke wagon with uh, Chuck Fulton. Absolutely. So. <laughs> that's outstanding yeah you th i think you nailed that uh, the only thing i would caution is about the grizzly bear uh marcus kind of showed in our hunting trip that i'm not sure he would be the best at wrestling grizzly bear just because uh first of all i think he would just tackle you to the ground and let the grizzly bear eat you and then he would make his escape uh so so just a heads up i'll there. have to rethink that answer um, <laughs> yeah um, i don't think any of them could survive a bear attack <laughs> that was a drop in by gavin dynamite drop in gavin uh, so, uh, the next, uh, item that they, or question that they came up with was, are you afraid of my thumb? 
<laughs> As many of you know, I have a club thumb, and it looks kind of strange, so they're, they're curious. Well, anyone that knows me knows that I am uh, sort of deeply obsessed with eccentric people <laughs> and uh, people that are different. And so the thumbs actually just make me love Mikey all the more, <laughs> for real. Uh, thumb war, I don't get involved with that, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just one of his uh, his quirks, and uh, it's what makes Mikey Mikey. So, <laughs> well, just to uh, kind of give some uh, interesting little tidbit about the thumb. Uh, I used to be a little self conscious about it when I was younger, but I've come to be quite fond of my thumbs, even though Katie is quite afraid to even look at my thumbs. I'll shove them in her face and she screams. It's hilarious. He gives so. the best thumbs up ever. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question um, from the idiots here, and then we'll get into a couple stories. The last question is, and those of you that don't know, obviously you can't see, and, and because of the COVID pandemic, he had to shave it, but... Hilton had the beard of beards. He had a, a wonderful, luscious beard, nice and long. And uh, so the question is, what's the strangest thing you've ever pulled out of your beard? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, I've had a beard for a long time. Uh, there were definitely times uh, when I was younger that uh, I was a pretty heavy drinker. And so... You know, anybody that has had those those benders know you kind of get the munchies at the end of the at the end of the night. And uh, so I would just raid the fridge or whatever. I would wake up the next day and I would find like maybe bacon and eggs in there, you know, depending on what I had. Like sometimes I would just like fish whatever I'd had. It just kind of laid in there all night. And, um, you know, whenever I um, when I would work, sometimes I would you know, stick a pin in my beard just to hold it there, <laughs> you know? So, uh, I found all kinds of weird foods for sure in there. And I'm sort of a slob anyway. I've always said that Mikey and I are sort of like the odd couple, you know, you've got the, the guy that's sort of neat and got it all together. And then you've got the slob that smokes cigars and leaves crap all over the house. That's me. So, so I'm Oscar. Well, it's funny. Cause you know, as Many of you listening at least probably know, since you're mostly our family. <laughs> um, I have a beard, nothing to compare to, to Hilton Porter's beard. But the other day, um, Tiffany gave me a kiss only to pull out a piece of ice cream sandwich that had lost its way <laughs> into my beard. So <laughs> she was like, what is this? I was like, oh, that's my ice cream sandwich. <laughs> that's a little added treat right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the moral of the story is it can be nice for the for the females too because they can pull out little snacks as they're 100%. coming in for a visit. So. 100%. A little uh, sweet treat. That's right. All right. So the next thing I wanted to kind of touch on was... Um, First of all, there are a couple stories of, of Hilton's that, that I thoroughly enjoyed. And I was hoping he'd be willing to share them here with us today so we could have this uh, for others to enjoy. And then along with that, I was going to talk about a couple instances that we had. And if he has anything, 
obviously to to share on any uh, stories he can share those as well but uh, I just had a few things that I thought I would pull out first one is um, Hilton and I were I don't even know where we were coming back from uh, but we were down at your house and you and I had run somewhere and we were coming back home well let me back up a little bit first because any, anyone that knows Hilton knows that he loves to catch wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> He's caught all kinds of different wild animals, you know, possums, raccoons. I mean, I, I don't even know how many snakes, whatever. Um, which is really cool, I think. And it's, it's fun to watch him actually catch him. He, he actually is really talented at it. He's really good, I think. Uh, and I think uh, he would probably attribute that to him growing up a lot in the woods when he was younger catching animals but so that to say that we were coming home from something it was just me and him and we're driving down his uh, winding uh, road that he used to live on there was this little raccoon baby raccoon off off the side of the road it's mom nowhere in sight and I didn't even see it all I know is the the vehicle comes to a screeching halt his door comes swinging open <laughs> He runs around the side of the car and he starts doing like the crocodile hunter with, you know, like when he's approaching the animal to the front and he's got his one hand up and he's like trying to distract it. And then all of a sudden, boom, he snatched up the raccoon, was holding it in his hand. He comes in, gets back in the van and we drive back to his house. He's driving with the raccoon in his hand. <laughs> it's like making these horrible noises like growling and all this stuff and peeing in the vehicle while we're driving back to your house and so you know we drove back to your house like i said the whole time you're driving and holding this raccoon we pull into the driveway and you immediately take it uh to your dad i believe you may have shown it around a little but then you took it to your dad because your dad also has an affinity for for uh for animals and and uh kind of uh nursing them back to health and things like that but uh i'll never forget that that was uh, a really interesting story and i was kind of <laughs> interested to hear a little bit of your take on that as well yeah i um i sp i you know uh, i spent a lot of time in the woods as a kid uh it was kind of like a sanctuary for me and one of the things that my dad had a great love for the outdoors too so he was always catching animals. He kind of showed me how to do it. Um, and so, you know, different techniques to use for different animals. And so, yeah, I mean, that was probably the first experience Mikey had of me just sort of stopping randomly in the middle of the road and grabbing a wild animal. And the raccoon is a sort of a unique creature. If anyone has ever caught a raccoon in the wild or has been around a wild raccoon, they know that this is sort of like a, if there's a creature that has seven demons, it's the raccoon. <laughs> it does uh, sound It is horrible. a, a freaking fierce little animal, um, and has the strength of 10 men whenever it's angry. But, um, yeah, so Mikey got to sort of experience, but I, you know, I had caught multiple raccoons, um, there was there was even a time um, where I came across uh, like three or four baby raccoons at once and uh, caught a couple of them. So I had kind of had quite a bit of experience with uh, with the raccoons um, at that point. And so if I ever found a, a baby raccoon, I would catch them and I would take them to my dad. And my dad would actually just raise them up to be a little more 
independent. So he, he had all kinds of little exercises for him. He would take him for walks and, um, he did fun things with him, you know, so he would like cut, uh, apples up and put them in a wiffle ball and just watch him sort of try to get the, the apples out of the wiffle ball. Or, uh, he had like a little kiddie pool and he would buy, uh, like a bag full of goldfish from the pet store and let the goldfish loose in the, in the, the pool. And then the, the raccoon would swim or, you know, sort of fish for the, the goldfish. And, um, so my dad was constantly doing stuff like that and he would just raise them until they were older you can kind of tame them down a little bit until they sort of, there does sort of seem to be a point where they, they reach a certain age where it's just, I think the way they're made, like they need to be in the wild and then they start, the demons start coming back. <laughs> and so that's whenever you, you, you start thinking about, oh, okay, well, well, we'll let him go find a girlfriend. So, but yeah, that, that was a, that was a fun experience. Well, I remember your dad had that raccoon for a while and we'd come over and while it was still relatively young, obviously when it started getting a little older, we couldn't really necessarily visit with it as much. But uh, we would uh, sit around. And he'd bring the raccoon out and kind of hold it, and we'd get to see it. But then he would show us like how he was actually uh, like kind of training this thing to survive. And it actually was interesting because it's like it's like your dad and, and you both have like a really a talent for this. I feel like you guys could have like done something kind of along the lines of, uh, you know, whether it be biology work or something like that, where you would study animals and, and things like that. I, I always thought that, or like uh, pest control or something like that, where, uh, you know, I just thought you guys uh, would probably fare pretty well at that. And uh, I believe there was a recent story, was this at your current house, where you caught a possum out in the front yard? You took off running out through the front door and you grabbed a possum is that is that that, right? that was actually um that was actually my dog um oh that's right abby I, I was taking her out for the evening and she you know she's a big strong dog and she just sort of bolted and uh pulled the leash out of my hands i ran after her and when i caught her in the middle of the yard um finally she had a possum in her mouth uh, <laughs> and it was in the middle of the, the night. And so, you know, that was, so Abby, uh, even my dog is good at catching animals apparently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, um, when I was a kid, uh, I grew up watching these, these wild men. My dad was a really wild character. I've sort of been surrounded by really eccentric people my whole life. You know, I just love, I don't know that feel um, of being around people like that, and a part of that was always like, you know, catching these wild, wild animals. I I, I loved when I was a kid to watch a guy called Rob Brettel. Uh, he had a show called Killer Instinct. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but he was he's an Australian that never wears shoes. So I'm always <laughs> I'm always I love people like that. So yeah, it's just kind of always been a part of my my upbringing, and I just I think. Like, when I'm around my kids and I catch these animals, they love it. Like, I love to see them light up, you know, to see these animals. It's interesting and, I don't know, just allows you to admire um, the wild. You know, I love it. Well, there is one one other story that, I, that I'm going to ask. I hope you share this. And it's the skunk story. Because I think this story is hilarious. <laughs> I'll just kind of let you take it if you don't mind. 
That uh, that story probably you could chalk that up. If there's a win and a loss column, that's definitely the loss column for me. <laughs> when my wife and I, I'm not even sure that we were married at the time. I can't really remember, but I know that uh, we went we went camping, and my mom and my dad were were there. We all went camping together, tent camping, not not the camper tenting, camping camping, <laughs> but uh, we were out in the middle of nowhere. And me and my dad had had uh, an adequate amount of uh, drinks for that evening. Lubrication. (laughs) Liquid courage. (laughs) And um, so I just happened to, like, we were sitting around the fire, and I just happened to catch a glimpse of what I thought was a skunk up in the woods. I pulled the flashlight out. I started, like, looking up on the hill. And sure enough, there's a skunk there. So... I mean, what do you do when you see a skunk in the middle of the woods? You go and grab it. You go chase it, right? <laughs> well, that's the first thing that I came mean, to my mind. <laughs> I mean, what else are you supposed to do? And so I did. I started chasing. And I know, um, I knew this, at least from you know previous experiences, if you can get to a skunk before it raises its tail and you pick it up by its tail, it can't spray you. So that, that was the game plan in my mind. I envisioned it. I knew I was on the path to success. The only problem was, I, first of all, I'm sure my reflexes were slowed down by all of the liquid courage that I'd already consumed. Second of all, I didn't anticipate a bush. So um, I chased the skunk. I'm, I felt like I was in a good position, but he actually... Went through a bush, and whenever I went around the bush, he was waiting on me, and he sprayed me. <laughs> now, at that point, I was already so committed, I'm catching the skunk, no matter what. So, I've already been sprayed, who cares, you know. Um, so, I actually caught the skunk and took it back to the camp, and I showed everyone. Um, this was before my girls were born. My son, Noah, got to sort of witness that. So every, you know, we all had a great laugh and, um, so, you know, I, I let the skunk go or whatever, but the problem is I smelled like a skunk. So like we went the, basically the rest of the evening, my, my poor wife had to sleep in the tent with me smelling like a skunk. And then even, even worse, we got up the next day and where I had had the munchies that, that evening and ate all the food that was there, all of the food the next morning tasted like skunk. <laughs> so I pretty much ruined the whole the whole evening and um, yeah. but I caught the skunk. So I, I guess I don't know if you could consider that a win or a loss. But. Well I think it's an interesting I think that would be an interesting experiment. Who would continue to go for the skunk even after getting sprayed? Because the point, I mean, it makes sense. Like, if you get sprayed, you might as well just grab the skunk, right? I mean, you already got sprayed. What's going to happen, right? I mean, maybe bite you, but still, it's like, yeah, whatever. He did what he's going to do. You might as well grab him. But I'm thinking some people would be like, oh my gosh, I got sprayed. And they would I am away. a man that has the courage of my convictions. <laughs> That's right. Very admirable, indeed. <laughs> So I just I love that story. I love the the visual of the bush. That's that might be my favorite part of it, <laughs> is the the skunk thinking I'm going through this bush, and then the fact that you went around it and he was just waiting on you right there, 
tail in the air. I underestimated his intelligence. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just uh, I just love that story. That one never never gets old to me. All right, and then I I we're coming up on a half hour, so I did promise I wouldn't keep this too long. I had a couple things, stories that of of situations we've had together that I wanted to share as well. Uh, so first of all, we used to do, and, and we're, we've changed our uh, kind of plan here. We used to do baseball trips where we would go to baseball stadiums uh, every year. And we did that for about five or six, is that right? Yeah. Uh, five or six years we did that. And then we decided, well, we're going to try to start uh, hiking instead because we kind of both just want to be out outdoors more and, um, you know, just kind of relax more. And we just feel that'll be a a nicer way to spend time together. But uh, the baseball trips were a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. Uh, our first trip was to uh, Detroit, I believe. That was a, that was a fun trip. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot of exciting stuff that happened there other than we saw some crap on the sidewalk. Human feces. Yeah. That's a common uh, <laughs> common thread on our baseball trips for some reason. It is a common thread. Um, this, these cities are nasty. I don't know what the problem is, but... Um. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty funny. It seems like we're not on a baseball trip until we see crap on the sidewalk. That's when you know it's getting real. That's, that's the American experience right there, folks. So so the Detroit trip, um, you know, it was, it was fun. I, at the time, I, I watched more baseball. I don't really watch baseball much anymore, but I was a D- uh, Detroit fan, um, so that was pretty exciting for me, and, and we really enjoyed that. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a little chilly, if I remember. It was a little rainy at times, a little chilly, because it was April, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, uh, one of our, and I don't remember if this was our very next trip, was was New York our next trip? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think so. Yeah. So New York was our next trip. Now this one was the one that had a couple stories to it. So first of all, uh, you know, we drove into New York, and neither one of us had ever ever been to New York, so we really didn't know what what to ex- expect. Other than we were going to see the Yankees play one day and the Mets, they just happened to be in town around the same time. We're going to spend about three to four days there, I think. We're going to see the, the, the Mets and the Yankees play, which that part, the stadium's really cool. I mean, uh, Shea Stadium was actually uh, still probably one of my favorites that I've ever been to. I, I thought it was really cool. It's still called Shea, right? Was it? Uh, Citibank. Citibank, that's I right. Think, right. Sorry, yeah. Shea was the old stadium or what they used to call it or something. Um, e- either way, doesn't really matter, I guess. But... Uh, but the Mets, I enjoyed that stadium. But um, so, but when we first got there, uh, first of all, when we picked the hotel, we had no idea what hotel to pick, right, or where to pick one. Now, most people would probably ask, you know, where to pick and and or where to stay. Uh, but we just thought maybe we'll just wing it, you know. It seemed to be close to New York Stadium, so really, how bad could it be, right? New York, uh, the Yankee Stadium was right there, uh, a couple blocks away. So, so really, you know, it's got to be great. It should be great, right? Well, it was not. Uh, <laughs> we, so we pull in. We're you know we're following our GPS or whatever, and we pull into the city to see one junkyard after another. Um, I mean, it was like the butthole of New York, it looked like. I mean, it was just, 
<laughs> literally one junkyard after another. That's and so in the middle of these junkyards was our hotel. So there was uh, <laughs> right in the middle of the balloon knot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right there. Uh, so. So we're staying in the anus of New York at this hotel, and uh, we, uh, you know, we're a little hesitant because we're like, oh boy, this is not looking good <laughs> to start with, right? So we park, we go in, we get our hotel room, and we're kind of afraid to even leave the hotel room <laughs> because it does not look very nice where we were at. And uh, Noah especially was fairly terrified to, to leave the hotel yeah. room yeah, he was about 12 i think at that yes time. and um and I, it did it uh it, it looked very sketchy to say the least i mean it was pretty messed up so i understand why he was afraid but we're like look we're in new york we're gonna go at least walk around and and see what we can get into because we planned on taking in some sites and stuff while we were there so we walk out turn down the first sidewalk out of our hotel there's the pile of crap. <laughs> yeah, with underwear yes. and all. It was someone was walking around without underwear in the near vicinity. It was like a sign. It was like, guess where yeah. you're at. <laughs> it's a baseball trip now. <laughs> so, so we're walking and uh, we were like, well, let's just get. Uh, th- did we ask that guy? We asked the guy first, right? Yeah, so we stopped some random guy in the Bronx and um, <laughs> just basically asked him how we could get to the subway. And he, like, without, like, really even thinking, he started to answer, and then he just stopped. And he said, wait a minute. You're not from around here. What are you even doing here? <laughs> yeah. It was like he was shocked. Like, like, why would a visitor come here? Like, this makes no sense at all. Like, Run for your life. <laughs> yes. That's kind of how we took it. Like, after we after we left that guy, we were just like, oh, my gosh. Like, thankfully, he was a nice guy, right? Yeah. Like, you know. So, but anyway, yeah, so we, we did make it to the subway. Well, first of all, yeah, not, neither of us have been on a subway. I mean... Uh, I've only been on a bus a couple of times, right? So, so we get in there and we're trying to look to figure out which sub, uh, which uh, train to get on. And I'm looking at the map. Well, I'm looking at the bus map, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out which train I'm supposed to get on. <laughs> so it's already not starting great, right? So then we we walk down, and you know, uh, sometimes I, uh, <laughs> sometimes I can. Uh, just kind of take off and it's not always the best decision right i i'll just like well we'll figure it out as we go right so so we're kind of walking and uh of course again noah is extremely nervous at this time because he's figuring out that we don't know where we're going we ended up i think we asked a young girl right she was like or she, she saw that we were confused she's seen that we were like uh deer in a headlight <laughs> kind of look and i she felt sorry for us she looked like she was a teenager she was like 15 or yeah something. she was super yeah. young yeah, yeah. and she basically like okay i gotta help you out and uh but super nice like she basically seen us all the way to where we were she trying to did. go yeah. yeah it was really yeah. really nice she i was mean, really cool this girl i mean yeah it was kind of funny because you could see at first she's kind of like glancing over at us like what are these idiots doing over there? You know, and then she's finally like, okay, okay, maybe I should just try to help these poor, poor fools that are lost in the city. So, uh, so we, cause we were on the, I think we were 
planning on going in the wrong direction or something. I, I don't remember, but it was not good. And I believe it was my fault because I was just like, hey, let's get on this one. <laughs> and let's gotta see pick where one. it goes. Here we go. Because we had no idea. And so she helped us and we kind of figured it out. So, so you know, the rest, I mean, we, we started slowly figuring out the subway system as, as we went on. And uh, I think as we kind of got to the last day or so, we felt at least somewhat comfortable with with where it would take us and what trains we were shooting for and stuff like that and where we were going. And we did the normal visiting. So, you know, we, we went to uh, Statue of Liberty and uh, walked by the Empire State Building and, uh, you know, visited uh, some different places. But the coolest uh, or the most awe-inspiring, in my opinion, was the church across from the Twin Towers, where the Twin Towers were. Um, we went into the church where they had pulled... Um, you know, victims and that, that they were uh, trying to get help from uh, the first responders and that. And when we walked in there, it just felt like a different presence. I mean, it just felt something special when we walked in those doors. And I think you agree. Mm. It just seemed really... Yeah, it was like... Uh... Well, the you could have heard a pin drop right in there first of all, and the yeah. the church was full of people exactly. Um, and it there was just like a I don't know a, a sacredness maybe to the space. Um, Absolutely, I had really honestly never experienced anything like that up to that point. I've had experiences like that since. Um, they're always at churches for whatever reason, but yeah, it was. I don't know. Even walking out of it, like even after I had left there. I felt a certain kind of way for a little while. It did, yeah, 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 I agree. It was, I mean, I had never experienced that before. I, yeah, it it did feel really just awe-inspiring. I I just, I don't know, it just, it felt really special. So that that was kind of a a more serious part of the trip. And, uh, but then um, the one that I would kind of like to to jump back to a little bit uh, is... When we left the Yankees game, this we still quote this sometimes, and yeah, so we left the Yankees game, and we're of course you know in the Bronx and we're trying to get back to our hotel. Well, as we said, it's not the best neighborhood where we were at, so we're trying to figure out the best way to get back there. Well, after the Yankees game, it was like kind of chaotic and. Um, we're trying to figure things out. So we were essentially like, well, we're just going to have to kind of keep walking towards the hotel. And as we were doing that, again, Noah being scared to death, because it was nighttime especially, he just kept saying, first of all, he was wanting us to get like a cab or something. And, and when we were walking, he was like, so we're walking? We're walking then. So we're walking. We're walking? We're walking then. Like he just kept saying it. And like, you know, Hilton was like trying to tell him, like, listen, be cool. Like the, the, the worst thing you could do when you're in a situation like that is like show that you stick out and that you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, we couldn't find a cat that we could find, not find a cab driver that was willing to take us because it wasn't he wasn't going to make enough money. off Right. Trip. Exactly. Yeah. So we're walking. So we're walking. And. I mean, I was, yeah, I was trying to explain to him, you know, if you're in the water and there's sharks everywhere, you don't start throwing chum in the water while you're in the water, right? Like you have to like walk through there like you belong there, Uh, even though on the inside, everything tells you that you need to get out. 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think we still do it even now. Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. If there is a, a situation um, that's even remotely similar to that, it's, uh, so we're walking. So we're walking now, right? Is that what we're doing? And uh, I still get a chuckle out of that. I I mean, after we got back to the hotel room, we laughed about that. Like, I mean, it was just so funny. The whole scenario, you know, like you could see the fear in his eyes too. He was like, and so just exasperated. Like he couldn't fathom that we thought walking was a good idea. Like he was just like, I don't even understand what you guys are doing. Like, this is crazy. We're going to get killed. You know, it's like, he was so like, and I, and I understand. I mean, it was a, a messed up like area we were at. Like I, I get it, but it, it was just so funny. Um, I'll never forget that. Cause it was just, it was hilarious. The way he was saying it. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then, also, the look that Hilton had, like, trying to get him to just shut up. Like, like yeah. stop, like, making us stand out right now, That's right. please. I, I thought, like, you know, I get it. Like, uh, I, I almost, like, just want to put my hand over his mouth and right. just, I don't know, cause him to pass out real quick chloroform. Just so, where's the yeah, chloroform yeah because it was like you're you're going to get us killed you my son are going to get us killed oh, and I've goodness. never let him live that down yeah. quite honestly oh, well it was fantastic uh, now all that being said I, I didn't I mean it was an interesting trip not not a huge fan of New York but um, uh, some of the things were, were interesting the pizza was fantastic good pizza uh, yeah. I mean we even got like what we called ghetto pizza and it was fantastic well that was what we got that same evening I think we just wanted to celebrate the fact that we had made it back to the hotel alive right. and uh, we got like a sweet deal for like I don't know 15 or 20 bucks we got like everything but the kitchen sink exactly I think yeah, they yeah, just yeah. loaded us up I mean, and it was it was good it, it was, was really, really good. good yeah uh yeah yeah and so so that was that was a good good trip uh it was a lot of fun something that we obviously still talk about kind of jumping topics here but uh again uh looks like we're running on 40 minutes now so uh we'll kind of jump to the last topic here of uh i've i've almost told this story a couple times but i wanted to wait until you were on here just because i kind of wanted to get your perspective on it a little i thought this was in the moment it wasn't funny but then later it was really funny so uh, anyone you know we have a uh above ground pool that we put in a couple years back or a few years back as any good friend, Hilton was over here helping, and we were uh, we got a sod cutter and we had cut the sod and we had rolled it, and so we had big uh, rolls of, of sod that we were lifting and loading into the pickup truck, and it, and not not to mention it was like July and it was like 200 degrees outside. It was hotter than nine yards of hell. <laughs> That's how hot it, it was. It was really really hot. It really was. And so, and it was like, you know, in the afternoon. So it wasn't even like a cool part of the day or anything. It was like the worst time to be out there, which uh, is kind of a full thing, right? We always pick the worst time to do projects, like how dad used to do projects. And we would be putting roofs on and it was like, we had to be pushing snow off the roof as we were putting on roofs. That's safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we're infamous for doing this, uh, picking horrible times. So so we're out there, and we're loading these these big chunks of sod 
um, in into the truck. And, you know, we're both just like spent and sweating and just hot and miserable. And we're right in the middle probably of, of uh, yeah, maybe a little more than halfway through. And I look over and I see Hilton like feeling the pulse on his wrist. <laughs> and I'm immediately like, well, well, this could be concerning. <laughs> and he, he looks over at me and he's like, is your heart beating really fast? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, not real, real fast, but I mean, I, you know, and he's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So anyone that knows me knows that I have a history of uh, heart issues. Uh, right. And so um, I'm, I'm sort of sensitive to it anyway, because I just, I know whenever I'm possibly starting to have an issue and it doesn't help. I mean, it was hotter than the sun. And, you know, I'm fat and sassy like a summer 4-H hog. And um, so it's like prime time for some issue to really occur. I probably hadn't drank enough that day. Well, and, and as a uh, good friend, you know, I'm having you out there in the heat of the day, like trying to torture you, apparently. I don't know why I picked that time. Yeah, but I, I felt... Uh, at, I started feeling a certain kind of way, and I thought, uh, this I'm not feeling quite right. And so I just kind of stopped and felt my pulse, which I always do in that scenario. And I thought immediately, like, I might be in a little bit of trouble here. <laughs> a little and bit so, of a pickle dick. But I, <laughs> but I thought, like, well, you know, maybe maybe it's just super hot, and it, you know, that's why. So that's why I asked Mikey. I was like, is your... Is your heart beating real fast? Or I guess I just wanted him to say yes, so I felt better about the situation. But he his heart wasn't beating fast, and so uh, I had to uh, I had to sort of take a break and uh, I think get a glass of water or something. And yeah. I I did calm down eventually, but yeah, we finished. Yeah, we, we did finish and we unloaded and everything. Uh, it, it just the way you had said. Is your heart beating real fast? Are you dying too? I don't know. Am I the only one that's dying? Is everything spinning really fast right now? Like, I, I'm not sure. I just want to make sure that you're experiencing the same thing I am. Just, I just, uh, I mean, afterward, like at the time, you know, it's like, because I know of your heart issues. Again, why I didn't consider that beforehand, I don't know. But, uh, I, but I knew that you have like sometimes you it's afib right that you yeah i like go into afib so yeah uh, i didn't know that and so i think you know at the time i'm like concerned because i'm like oh gosh i don't want this to you know progress and like uh and so yeah but afterwards it was like i just couldn't stop laughing because it was just really funny uh the whole situation but <laughs> Thank goodness I lived through it. Yeah, exactly. I'd hate to laugh over his grave as he's like, you know. That was hilarious. Oh, Hilton, that was funny. Man. I can only do that trick once, but it was funny. Oh, shoot. Uh, I mean, we could probably sit here for I know, I know. Um, five hours and, and do this. Um, that's pretty much what we do all right, the time when right. we get around each other. So, well, yeah. and, you know, we could definitely have you back on. Like, uh, I'm sure the thousands of fans will petition for you to come back on. So, so we'll make sure that we <laughs> we have you back on. They're probably tired of hearing the three idiots anyway most of the time. So, but anyway, I do again thank you for coming on as uh, Chuck and Marcus and I kind of discuss this it'll be interesting to hear their take on uh um 
some of what we talked about here today and we will uh see what they have to say so uh with that um we'll turn it back over to the the normal three idiots i suppose Welcome back after a brief hiatus to Three Idiot Brothers Podcasting. We're excited to come to you with a special guest tonight for episode uh, 86. So sit back and crank it up and uh, have some laughs with us. Which, by the way, I got a lot of problem with you people, so I don't know who or when we're going to talk about this. It's the for the rest of the- <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll We'll do Gavin's part first, so then okay. that way he can... He can take off for for the for the Hilton part where we talk about the Hilton interview. All right, it's just going to fester. Then I'm going to have trouble concentrating, Gavin. But I'm going to do my best. But it's just this whole thing's festering on me. Just so you know, buddy, it's not going to be you. When I get yeah. upset, it's not you, Gavin. <laughs> Time to All bring right. it. Bring it. <laughs> so yesterday we had because Gavin's mom, uh, not to call her out, but way to go, Tiffany. Missed the deadline, correct? Is that what, right? What happened? Yes. We got together to play flag football at Mikey's house to hopefully help make up for missing out on Gavin's football season this this session. The spring so season, yeah. Gavin's going to give us a synopsis or break down the action of what happened yesterday. <clears throat> so go for it, Gavin. It's all you. Well, a lot of things happened. (laughs) Um, Well, there was some good plays and some bad plays. Um, Marcus was the bad place. (laughs) Yeah, I was all over the field. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I lowered you overall. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's start by mentioning Gavin had overall rankings for all the players, and. Not everyone was happy with their ranking, and also. Uh, hey, at least at least the worst players are 74. Uh, so they were. Not only were they not happy with their ranking, some of them weren't happy with the teams they were placed on. So. <laughs> Big whiners. So, so what was your? Can you go down through your your rankings you have for everybody? Well, the highest ranked is Walker. Um. Since the game, he got three touchdowns, and he's a 95 overall. I got three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I had three. I yeah, but Marcus, I load your overall because after one big play, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that one play, I get everything I got. And I threw like 10 touchdowns, so I should be in the 90s. Um, I'm giving you a 87. <sighs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take 87. Because next time we play, I'm going to be bumped up. I think it's his mobility cost him, right? Yeah, his mobility and your injury <laughs> risk. <laughs> My injury risk? I didn't get hurt. This Break time. down more than a rusty old pickup. We all know this. <laughs> you just take a long time to develop. <laughs> <laughs> take a long time to go through progressions. <laughs> I protest. You're going to hear from my agent. So then I'm 92. So Marcus overall, you said his overall dropped? Yeah, to 92. And it He's a 92? Is it because he came into training camp uh, out of shape or something? What, what, what was no, he, he just came injured. 
Injured, well, injured. well, after one big play, he's injured. He's well, you like said nine. after one well, now, play. Time out, though. Can we talk about the big play I got injured on? It was a miraculous diving catch over the middle of the field for an interception. Can we talk about that? Well, do we want to talk about the play that you went out on? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, the last play of the day. No, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, that you got trucked. Yeah. How's those ankles? No, you broke both of them. Trucked. You just fell down. <laughs> My shoes are six there. years old. I couldn't. I had no traction. So, hold, let's back up a step, shall we? Gavin, I threw like 37 touchdown passes. Clearly the best quarterback of the day. I see that's and, a lot. <laughs> hey. Marcus has a higher rating than me overall. Marcus? Hey, when now's guarding you, how many uh, touchdowns you get? How many catches you get? Big fat zero. I don't think that's true. However, that true. we had two huge penalties against you. Nope. Um, not called. Yeah, they yeah. actually were. No, the one, the you touched the ball, and then I got to you. As a bang bang play, refs let us play it out. The other one on the sidelines, you got the ball. I hit the forearm. You dropped it. Aiden Rackers like caught it after that. But once again, bang bang play. Refs had let him play it out. Gavin. Uncle Chuck. Yes, sir. You, you don't have experience. I'm Marcus does. I think Gavin. you've only played football once, like tackle. So, oh, and your injury risk. Hey, so that got down to you. I'd have been the best one on the field. I just yeah, want to throw that out there. You'd be a 99. Yeah. Gavin. People so we... are scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> when we play a game, Gavin. your kids. <laughs> and right. And I have another great game like I did this past week. Will I be bumped up into the 90s? First of all, I think the misconception no, you have is that that was a great game. Gavin. Oh, I was good. What? I was throwing my receivers open. Gavin, tell him. How many times did I throw to you, Gavin? I threw touchdowns to you. Yeah. Well, it's because he made great catches. Know, you see Mitch Tabisky out there, and and he's, like, doing the worst possibly can, and they get 11 and 3. I'm not <laughs> Trubisky. And, and, you're, you're, and we're just getting open. You just got good – um. Receivers. Receivers. So, in other words, he's calling you Mr. Trubisky. Yeah, exactly what he's doing. Yeah, by the time next game rolls around, you're going to be back up. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to be back up for Nick Foles. (laughs) Gavin, I was throwing no-look passes. Like, I was looking one way and throwing touchdown passes the other way. You forget all that. Still no look. Then the next game, you'll be back up for Josh Allen. Gavin. I should be Josh Allen. <laughs> well, you're not a freak of nature. I am. How many freaky you things do you want to have? <laughs> He's a freak of nature in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a difference well, between freak of nature and nature's freak? Maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Well, let's see. Who who else do we have out there playing this? Um, <laughs> Mom. Mom. And what is what is she? What's her ranking? And um, what, also, what is her specialty? Um, at three steps. No, wait. Go go ahead. Oh, she takes three steps, then turns. Basically, like a short curl. No, but what was her strongest uh, rating for her um, skills? Her catching. 
Yeah. So, oh, she's blowing it. <laughs> Remember you were talking. Oh yeah, it's, um, yeah. She, she's very not noticeable. <laughs> no, remember when you did the kicking. with her and what oh, was yeah. it what was it um onside kick with um onside kicker <laughs> which we don't even do right yeah <laughs> but that was her specialty that's why yeah. she got drafted yeah <laughs> we don't even do it but she's pretty good at receiver well what what was her she said she was begging people to throw it to her though <laughs> she said no one was looking at her she said reagan and walker was it Reagan and Walker? Reagan and Walker, or Skyler, maybe. Weren't even looking at her. Like, no one would. Like, Ryan was just leaving her wide open. <laughs> Ryan was leaving everybody wide open, to be honest. Well, well, but, you know, he was like, Tiffany was like, he was just kind of letting me go off. And she's like, I'm like saying, I'm open, I'm open. And no one was throwing or even looking at me. She said, I threw it to her. Uh, right. You I, did that one time or twice, what? maybe. I threw it to her a few times. Because I should be rated higher than 87. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what is your mom's rating? What? Yeah, what's, what's mom's rating? Then? Um, 81. It went up, didn't it? Yeah. yeah she was a 79. Because she got the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good, was, was good catch, a... and she's really open every play. Yeah. So good about running skills. So what was uh, what's Reagan's rating? What was her rating? Um, 85. Did she go up or down? 80, she went up to 89. Oh, okay. All right. Because she got some good catches that game. Yeah. She's, She's higher than what me. Was your, what was your dad's rating? Um, probably, well, actually, a 93. He um got better. He... um. Caught a ball against, I think, main coverage against Walker or something like that. Or deflected the ball. I don't know. I also shut Walker down. Yeah. <laughs> which he admitted. You're like a shut down corner. But you're jailing fancy. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting the shaft. That's all. Wait, what was my reading? 95? Yeah. Two. 92. 92, okay. Yeah. So and then wait, so we got what about Skylar? What was his rate? Rate? Um, seventy nine. Oh, that's. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Don't let him know that. He's pretty good <laughs> at quarterback, so I'm gonna give him an eighty one. Oh, so he went. That's a good guy. He went up. That's good. And what well, about Ryan? Got about, he got a little hurt. Went to uh, seventy six. Ryan is seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. What? He couldn't catch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ask to guard him. <laughs> Ball picking grass. <laughs> Plus he wore dress pants to the game. <laughs> that dropped him overall points immediately. <laughs> his catching rating is the lowest in the league. <laughs> Poor Ryan. I, I, I know. I think he did have a touchdown and two point conversion. No, is that what, he only had um a two point conversion. No, I think he, he had, had multiple touchdowns if he would have caught the ball. <laughs> yeah, he have he could have had like six touchdowns. He was confused by the tactics of screaming, <laughs> but the ball was coming. <laughs> but the ball was coming at him. Uh, I think Marcus would just start screaming real crazy at him. <laughs> I, dog. Yeah, and, and he would drop it and say. Works is screaming at me. 
<laughs> Did you have a good time, Gavin? Yeah. Me too. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. How many touchdowns did you have? Um, I think one was a flip touch, flea flicker touchdown, and one was, well, two was a receiving touchdown, so three touchdowns. Hey, Gavin, who threw those to you, just out of curiosity? Um, Dad, then mm. you flickered it to me. Then I caught it. Did you say you flickered it to me? <laughs> it was a flea. It cut out right when you said flea because I just heard flickered. Oh. <laughs> no, he said flea flickered. <laughs> I feel like Gavin. I threw two touchdowns to you and a two-point conversion. Uh, okay. Gavin, and you rated me an eighty-seven. Take his, take his overall down. Well, I'm an eighty. Oh, take take Uncle Chuck's overall down. Yeah, I'm going to be begging for it to go up like that. I'm pleading my case, so I'm, I'm stating facts. Gavin. <laughs> for, for Uncle Chuck. What? You're in 86 now since you've complained. I'm not complaining. I'm, proving, I'm stating facts, Gavin. I'm giving my stats. What about, what about oh, Aiden's? Yeah, what was Aiden's? That's right. What was um, Aiden's? He was a 74. Now he's an 84. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's a big he, jump. He was, at, he was like a Henry Ruggs that game. He was fast, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's fast. He got what like about, three. Uh, but he didn't like guarding people. Yeah. <laughs> he <stayed laughs> well, he just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. What was your An 89 overall. 89 overall. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I got 10 receptions that game and three touchdowns. Okay. Now, you must have had a great quarterback thrown to you. Now, Maggie, she played a couple plays, right? Yeah, um, she only played defense, though. What was her overall, though? Uh, we haven't came up with it. <laughs> Still in it. Not applicable. <laughs> yeah. She no, no, she, <laughs> she's just a practice team. She's a practice squad. <laughs> you don't know how much overall she is. <laughs> That's funny. Who else? Would, are we missing anybody else? Well, I think that was it. I think that Wait. was it. I'm the third best in the league, so I'll take that. That's a joke. I was like, someone's a little upset. You couldn't. I you didn't have anyone else. Wait. No. I can't complain. <laughs> can't complain because Gavin will lower my ratings because no. you tell him to for some reason. I'm the star of the league, man. Do you I'm hear him, Gavin? He's baby. bragging. Now he's boasting. You should lower his rating for boasting and trying to rub it it's in on people. called confidence. You know, so, bragging and boasting are differently. They're different? Yeah. I think he said it both. boastingly, so he's not bragging. He's not, yeah. like, rubbed it in your face. He absolutely is. Are you yeah, not I'm listening just, to him? I'm just proud of myself. I went out and, there. I played a hard game. You know, I gave everything I had. Like, I was running as fast as I could. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big guy. And I was okay. out there doing everything I could to win the game for Gavin. Are you listening to this bull crap? Yep, <laughs> I am. When we were done, I could look my teammates in the eyes. No, you can't. You have to get on the ladder. <laughs> we have anything to add about the game? First of all, we appreciate well, everyone playing, right? That yeah. was awesome. Um, And the Yellow Jackets almost blew a league. I mean a lead. We had a rough start, right? Yeah, and then it was we, then eight we to six. Together. Well, actually, 
We were, we were losing the first three possessions. Well, it was like actually not 12 to 4. It was like 12 to 6 or something. It was, yeah, 12 to 6. No, 14 to 6. Yeah, 14, 14 to, 6. to 6. My pick turned it all around, though. Now and he's bragging. It, it was like the Falcons. Um, I'm just stating facts, brother. That was like the Falcons um, um, letting down the Patriots. Well, um, losing, losing against the oh, Patriots. Oh, you touched Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's why Uncle Jack is Matt Ryan throwing like a backyard football um kid. I'll take Matt Ryan. Like me. I'm throwing like Patrick Mahomes out there. I'm jumping up. Well, I'm jumping up the air trying to find someone. I even fell back and just lobbed it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't know where the heck I was going, but I almost hit someone. <laughs> I mean, no, I did hit someone, but that was the other team. Well, sometimes that happens. It's no big deal. It's all right. <laughs> Anything else, Gavin? What else happened? Anything? Well, Walker um almost got 200 yards. That's pretty good. Yeah. Did you That's- thank your mom and dad for doing everything for you yesterday, for making yeah. the field and making some refreshments for halftime and... Aunt Karen's got a lot of pictures coming to you guys from the game, too. Mm. She has some good in-action photos of everybody. Except for Marcus. Every picture of him was him laying on the ground. She should make a video. She should make, like, a video, like, highlights. She's trying, I think. She's working on something like that, yeah. I love how everybody acts like I was the only one that was out of breath or tired. You were the only one that was on the ground every single picture. Because well, I was giving it my all every time. I will say that uh, <laughs> all the kids, like, why well, kids? I call them kids. They're not really kids anymore. They're adults. <laughs> but <laughs> Reagan, Aiden, Walker, uh, Skyler, they were like constantly going over to get drinks, like to try to <laughs> catch their breath. Like they just constantly. Yeah, I didn't do that one time. I just wanted to say that. I didn't Dude, your dog's tap dancing like crazy in there. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Did your dog got a recital? <laughs> Gavin wants to know if Dozer has a recital because Mikey said he's tap dancing like crazy in here. He <laughs> cut these stickers to put on his feet. Tell That's right. We did order some, uh, you know, like that athletic tape that you put on your muscles and stuff. Well, they yeah. sell that that's got grippers on the bottom of it, and you can kind of stick it to the bottoms of the paws. Like so it's like a oh, paw print. So we order some of those to put on Dozer's feet to see if it helps keep him from sliding and stuff, because oh. his legs just slide out from all over under him, and <laughs> it's it's funny. But uh, Gavin, and yeah. Karen, and Karen has a hysterical picture of, believe it or not, Marcus is on the ground. But his butt is up in the air, and you are looking straight down at his butt crack, laughing hysterically. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. No. <laughs> it was so funny. You're looking straight down, and his it's stuck up in the air, and you got your hand over your mouth, and you. <laughs> That's a pretty good picture. That's funny. I went out well, bought a was... special jersey just for the game. That's right. We should uh, post. Well, Tiffany already posted some stuff on Facebook, but we should try to link it to our three IB somehow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jennifer said, uh, and I wish I had thought of it before we left to get like team pictures before we started. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would have been, cool. been a good idea. Yeah. Next time, yeah, we, we did all should wear jerseys. Yeah. Uh, I did wear a jersey. I did too. I'll, I'll wear a Colorado Steelers jersey because I'm going to be on the Yellow Jackets. Oh, uh, okay. Are we gonna are we having the same team names or are we gonna have different names though? Um maybe different names actually. I would like the purple flying unicorns. Can I do that? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> That's um, what I want to do. I'll think of them. I'll think of teams. I think you can do it. Come up with a couple good team names. And who's who's drafting the team rosters this time? Who's drafting the roosters? You know, it's just the same rosters, but change teams. Like, change the name of team teams. Gotcha. So then we'll switch again at, like, halfway through or something. Mm-hmm. I got it. The Chetty Unicorns. Oh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'll be on their team. Well, we're ready to go again, aren't we? Yeah. We're ready. Whenever everybody's ready again, huh? Mm-hmm. It might take me a good week or so. Well, we'll be back in town, um, I think, at the middle of the end of – be right at the middle middle of May, I think, for like five okay. weeks straight. So, Well, we'll go ahead and uh, maybe set up the next one for the, around then sometime. Yep. And then maybe, maybe we can do a couple more. That'd be fun. Like I said, I'll be in there five weeks straight. So if you want, do you want to take a break? Do you want to gain or whatever? Um, does anyone have a Browns jersey? No, we probably got a thrift store. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, bring a Browns jersey next week, and maybe vote to the Yellow Jackets. We'll see what we can find. For the um. No, um, Uncle Chuck, your team has to bring Bengals jerseys. Oh, no, I can't do it. I can't wear a Bengals jersey. Why? I mm-mm, can't do it. Just can't. Fine. All right. I'll, if I can find one, I'll bring one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, if, if you don't like that, you can just get one of your Packers jerseys if you even have one. And just tell him that he can take a couple overall points off his... Yeah. That's what. <laughs> like like himself. Yeah, just do it just himself. go down to like an eighty four or something. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't matter what I do, Gavin. You're just gonna keep knocking my rating down for some reason. I don't know hey, why. Keep up that attitude and you're gonna get suspended. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. <laughs> and then I you'll have lower down. Tell him to show us something on the field and you'll move up that rating. Show us something on the field and you move up that rating. <laughs> I did. I threw touchdown passes to you, Gavin. You didn't give it your all. I could tell. No, he it, just lobbed it. The fact it. that He's you're like, not hurting today says it all. I, I'll just throw it up in the air and see where it goes. <laughs> he threw 30 picks that game. Uh, I, oh, God. There's nothing I can say because you're going to blow up my rating. <laughs> I I even threw a two point conversion to your mom. Yeah, well, but that was just wide open. No one was guarding her, so. <laughs> but I threw it to her. I trusted. I trusted her, and she came through. Had I been another quarterback and not trusted her, she wouldn't have got the ball thrown. 
Well, yeah, I took a chance. And went right through the wickets. Here's See? the thing. You, you, have, down you have trust in your receivers. I do. And you just, like, I don't think a lot of people trust in mom. <laughs> I did. Mom. I do. I did. And I will again. That's why I should be at least a 90. Mm-hmm. Keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. Well, I think that probably takes care of our flag football talk for today, but we'll, oh, get, another, so. we'll get another <laughs> one. Otherwise, we keep talking. Uh, Chuck's going to be down in the 60s overall, so. <laughs> You just keep sinking further and further. Yeah. You just keep that train rolling. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to say bye? Bye. Bye, bye buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. He had a great time. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys, <laughs> all the kids coming out. I'm always going to call them kids, but uh, they're always going to be kids. Well, you know, Walker and Skyler ended up staying until like, like nine o'clock. Was it? Yeah, we started playing Farkle, and uh, so yeah, they didn't end up leaving until like nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but and they're ready to go again next weekend. <laughs> oh gosh, I was I was whipped, and, and Karen's right. I, we came home, we laid in bed, I fell asleep, at, and then at like eight o'clock, I woke up for a couple minutes, and that was it. I was out by eight thirty, and I think I woke up at 6.15 to wake the kids up and went back to bed and didn't get up till 7.30. It was good sleep. And I didn't even take my crazy leg medicine last night. Oh. Who didn't sleep in bed with you? Was my legs pulled? And never even got in bed because you were snoring already. Well, that's not going to do with my legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you know if your legs were going she never got in bed with you? <laughs> she, well, she was in bed with me for a minute. You were in bed when at eight thirty. I woke up. You were right beside me. No, that's the dog. <laughs> Did you hear the Wisconsin come out? No. Um, the dog was at one point, yes, but I, at first you were in there. That was the first nap. When well, we took a nap when we first got back, and I couldn't sleep, so I got up. No, oh, and I was snoring. <laughs> Usually when I snore, my throat hurts, and it wasn't hurting. Does it hurt every night? If I snore. <laughs> you snore every night. Oh, it doesn't hurt every night. And <laughs> <laughs> there goes that. Yeah, I blew that out of the yeah. water. I, I think that she loves me sometimes. <laughs> Now's not well, one of those times. <laughs> I ran out of my leg, leg pills in my, uh, and I didn't call call the doctor to get my prescription renewed. So over the whole weekend, my legs have been going nuts. Oh. And I have been able to sleep hardly at all. <laughs> Oh gosh, so that's my, a terrible thing. Aren't too bad until like someone lays like if Jennifer Ava try to lay on my legs and like mm-hmm. they put like I don't know my legs just feel like they're trapped. I just gotta start kicking. Yeah, I just got the urge to just like start fighting on my legs. I know. I know just mean. mule kick people. <laughs> oh, I, like they just do it. Like I feel it coming in before I can stop it. Like my leg just twitches and like <laughs> kick her right in the back or something. I, just, I can't help it. I just they feel trapped. I just gotta start. Like they just try to escape. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, okay. So let's get back to the the Hilton interview. You said you had something you wanted to bring up about it, Chuck. Yeah, I got all kinds of issues with. One, he said that 
the only time he would need me is if he's getting into a lengthy conversation over nothing on Facebook. <laughs> well, I don't think he said that was the only time, but I think what he said was like, that would be your specialty. <laughs> right. I think that's what he was kind of, uh, uh, I couldn't get to play on my, I can get to play. What do you say about me? He said, if he had to wrestle a bear, uh, he would call you. But what I countered, That's I didn't true. when we were talking, or maybe I did. Did I counter yeah, this when we were did. talking? Yes, yeah, I said, well, wait a second, because once stuff goes down, he's just going to knock you over <laughs> and take off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like panic. <laughs> and, and, and he's going to knock you over and either just start shooting at stuff or... <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna end up in more danger. <laughs> Listen, one one bad thing cannot determine that. Just because we thought something came under, just because we thought something came under the blind, and I took uh, you down with me, doesn't mean anything. That's we exactly predator. what saying. <laughs> we thought predator Listen, from that. The reason, <laughs> the reason it scared me is what he said. It scared me so bad because I was paying attention at this point. And when I thought that there was something there, the closest thing I could think of was this thing was invisible, but it was going to get me. Like Predator. Yes. <laughs> and I uh, I was holding on to Mikey. That's all. <laughs> we're dying together. Yes. Uh, that's funny. That is yeah. funny. Well, what's but your no. what's your other issue with the? That was really about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just that. Well, you do, you do like your spirited debates on Facebook, I think. People are idiots. <laughs> well, I think they say that about you. I think some people say that about you. I, guess I don't know how they can possibly say that. After given the facts that I give, I don't know how this they can possibly. This is the only one I know that if someone – so a gas station in our community posted that now hiring, and you got to put your that two wasn't cents. Dumb. What? Okay, when Meyer posts an – an ad, they don't post someone that works there. When IGA posts well, something in Astro, they don't post someone that works there. Well, I don't know that. I don't see IGA's. Myers, on the other hand, is almost a nationwide chain. I don't know where those pictures are coming from, nor do I care. You are now well, promoting something. In, that would be like us, for our picture, putting some three guys from California in there. Why on That's earth not even close to being the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. It's not even close to being the same thing. Because they're trying to attract someone for the position, right? I I missed this, but I assume that's what you're talking about. Yeah, Pettit and Commercial Point posted something that they were hiring. So they posted a picture of some checkout clerk at at a store and and trying to have that be their backdrop to this, right? First, it's not even a picture of the Pettit and Commercial Point. And it isn't somebody that works there. No and company I have, uses the own people that work there well, for that's marketing. Dumb. Nobody. For the Shut your face. Why? On my website, Vertiv, there's nobody Why? that works there. Because we're not actors. We're not. You shouldn't models. be an actor, but you're post, it should be your store that you're trying to get people Listen, to. That's how I Doug, If you were the face of FedEx, <laughs> then no one would order through FedEx. Nobody does that. Probably not. I, but that's not why? For commercial point, why wouldn't they post that? So, like, if, if Nana Paps down here put something out there and they're just going to have a fictitious store in the backdrop, then you go for the interview and you're like, well, this isn't even what the store looked like on the thing. That's dumb. Hey, first of all, I don't think anybody's ever done that. I think <laughs> 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 like, I've been duped. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the picture. Down with Nan and Pabs. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, nothing against Nan and Pabs. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> no, their subs are great. And I don't have anything against Pettits. I just think they should have used a picture of their own store. It That's what I think. Their own store. Store. It was not. How is it not their own store? <laughs> Take a look at that picture on there and go look at the Pettits and Commercial Point and tell me any part of that. I didn't say it was there. Commercial Point store, but it's their own store. It, it's not. It's not. They, they do have multiple locations. Two other ones. Three. Well, three including Commercial Point. That's right. He said other ones. That would be two. No, they have three total. That's correct. But they only have two other ones outside the commercial point we were Why talking about. Why would you want to make three videos you're for only, the same store you're when only, you can use the same one for all three locations? Because it's, it's a waste not, of money. It's not a waste of money. It's a waste of money. Someone's going to say, oh, that's Bob. I'm going to go buy now. <laughs> yes, because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, Susie that's in the ad is going to be like, Hey, look, I'm in an ad. That's awesome. And then she's going to get people to come. Now they have to pay her to be in an ad. So what? They got to pay somebody to do it. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm in an ad. Come work. <laughs> I put my people in the ad. That's what I would. Look how well they treat us. They put us in ads. This is fantastic. <laughs> right. Right. I'm going to put you out the pasture. That's exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I think. Okay, what if that person quits? Now I start That's there. Probably who this person replaced. doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> this is not what they sold me on. I so thought Bob was going to be here. So what? Then just show a picture of your own store. The store's not going to change. Man, I just had a sinking feeling. I thought I thought we weren't recording. <laughs> uh, I didn't I see it. You so much. Yeah, I didn't see it, and I was like, oh my gosh, did we do this whole thing and not record? <laughs> <laughs> but now it's it's recording. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, hey, I that. have uh, I have an honorable mention. Oh man. Well, I I <laughs> just one. Two, no, well, I have two things I want to mention, but uh, I haven't been keeping it. I mean, I could give you a lot more, but um, <laughs> but I'm only gonna say two because. One is called uh, Seaspiracy on Netflix. Anybody seen that advertised? Seaspiracy? No. It's uh, it's about like, um, well, you think, so it's a documentary about um, what you think is the plastics and like how we're polluting the ocean with the plastics. That's how he started off the documentary. But then he realized that, you know those you hear those plastic floating islands and stuff like that yeah and you know how terrible straws and all this stuff there what what he said was uh 50% of those floating islands are old commercial fishing nets and oh. material from the commercial fishing and that we are basically destroying uh well the point of the documentary was we were destroying the ocean and ultimately the earth by overly fishing the, the sea. And the issue is, is that you get all these, like, you know, you're killing all these dolphins and, and all these sharks, these top tier predators by, even though you're not, you know, they're trying to use nets to do, you know, whatever 
tuna or whatever, but what they're getting is these, you know, um, not byproducts, by take, I think is what they call it. And, um, and essentially they're just dying and they'll just throw them back in the ocean. Oh, and wow. even, and the whole, the whole dolphin safe thing no. is basically a crock of crap. Like, um, because there's no way for them to really monitor it. And I mean, they talk to the organization that does the dolphin safe labels and there's like, they're basically like, yeah, it's just, we're taking their word for it. Uh, there's like no way to monitor it. And, uh, and actually when they've tried to like send people out in these boats, they were either like murdered or oh. yeah, or paid off. So it's like all corrupt. And, and then there's like all the shark. Yeah. And there's like all the shark fin soup and stuff like that. The, the crazy stuff that's like just in the sea world stuff and things like that, where they try to capture, you know, all this horrible stuff. But anyway, it was like, wow, it was pretty heavy. And I take like fish oil and I'm going to stop taking fish oil because like, uh, I know it's good for me. I'm going to try to find, you know, like, I guess more walnuts and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, because it was just like, it was really depressing, like to see how terrible it is and how like a lot of it is, well, not a lot of it, but part of the problem is you have these, um, uh, Asian countries that are like the government doesn't even really they're either in on it or they don't really even care to monitor it because of the money um, so it's just like it's all just crazy but it's a really interesting documentary what like it, it's Netflix yeah it's really good and then uh, one thing that I would just mention is um, on one of my uh, music one of my favorite, I think it was number two on my list, maybe. The Frank Burkett Band was one of the ones I really like. But anyway, they um, uh, are trying to do a, a make a new album, and so they did a crowdfunder, and I actually contributed to it. Really? Uh, yeah, I did, and supposedly I'll get a vinyl and like a digital and download and all this stuff. Now I could have I could have actually if I would have done like I think it was thirty more dollars or something, he would have done like three guitar lessons like because because really? yeah they're not like mainstream like they're no major label or anything like you know they're paying a lot out of their pocket and stuff so uh, but yeah it, it was like part of the they have different tiers you know if you give this much you give this much right. you give this much and one of it was you could like get three guitar lessons but like um. Tiffany was like, well, why didn't you do it? I was like, yeah. yeah, it would be cool, but I'm like not great at guitar and I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> uh, like I'm just, well, <laughs> it's, but it's, yeah, I know, but it's part of my anxiety too. Like I just oh, can't, uh, yeah. like, you know, uh, socially I just, it, it would be a lot. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll pass. But I hope he, you know, <laughs> I hope it works out. Cause I, I love the, uh, I love the band, but I, I hope they. That was the first time I've ever done that, but um, but with the COVID and stuff too, and uh, I mean it's just harder for some of them musicians that aren't like, um, you know, the big money makers. It's hard for them to even make it. You know, right. it's like truly the starving artists in a lot of ways. It's but yeah, but anyway, well, that's, that's all. Cool, I yeah, that's pretty cool. Glad you did that. The last podcast we did, uh, uh, my internet connection cut out, 
and you guys tried to carry on the, the very end of the show, and you completely blew what I say. <laughs> no, I think we're blew. spot on. We got the gist I say, of it. I say be nice, be kind, and you guys were all over the map. You were hitting all around it. Never got to it. <laughs> Write it down. Uh, Four I words. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you start talking at the end, we just zone out. We don't pay attention anymore. <laughs> just like the listeners. <laughs> anyway, uh, everybody be nice, be kind, and we will see you next time. Visit our website at 3ibpodcasting.buzzsprout.com or email us at 3ibpodcast at gmail.com. And that is the number three. 